Welcome to the Build Your Coaching Business Podcast. We'll talk about how to start, grow, and enjoy your coaching business. Plus, we'll dig into the failures and lessons we've learned along the way. I hope you enjoy and subscribe. Well, hey there. Welcome back. My voice might sound a little funny this week. I am sick again. (laughs) But I asked my husband and he said, no, your voice sounds totally fine, which causes me to question does is this what my voice sounds like (laughs) like are my ears telling me the truth now or normally when I hear my voice I don't know the answer I don't need to know either so don't tell me (laughs) today's episode I wanted to share with you um, my experience of my first two years in online business and I think that this will be helpful for you to hear because when you're building a business as a coach, sometimes there's this idea that it was really easy for some people or fast or that they figured things out quickly. (laughs) And like, like your brain starts to do this thing where it like makes you feel bad that like you're not going as quickly or that like certain things are hard. And so I just want to use this time to talk to you about my first two years in online business. Um, And I'm going to talk about things like the skill sets that I built, um, the habits, things I learned, and, and we're going to bring it around to just ultimately, right? Like the moral of the story is that even when you're not creating the results you want, right? Anytime you set a goal, this is going to happen. There's going to be that time where you aren't creating the result you want. And sometimes in a coaching business, what you want is say a $100,000 business and yet you don't have it yet. And I just want to use this episode to encourage you that that is sometimes part of the experience and that nothing has gone wrong and that you are actually building immense value even in this space for yourself, for your future, and for the results you will create in the future. So I want to, I want to, like this idea that people build businesses quickly. So I am in my, let's see, four profitable years of business, although this is the fifth. And then I had two years where I wasn't profitable. So seven years of online business, right? Going into year seven, because it's only March (laughs) 2nd. And so seven years of business going into seven years. And prior to that, though, right, like I'm 35. I started my first business when I was 18. And here's why this is important. I have been so the first thing I ever did, I I, maybe I've said this before, but um, I started selling Mary Kay at 18. I was this kid in high school who wore hooded sweaters and jeans, my hair pulled into a ponytail, never wore makeup, never did anything with my skin. And yet when I heard about Mary Kay, I was like, what? That sounds so fun. You guys hang out with each other. You do personal development. You win prizes and you encourage each other. I was like, and you make money. I was like, that sounds fun. So obviously I joined (laughs) because I'm like, yeah, it's everything I want in my life. But what I started doing at 18 was I started immersing myself in listening to Mary Kay Ash, which is the woman who started Mary Kay. They had these motivational CDs and I remember tapes probably too. I remember listening to them 
And I remember listening to her talk about her story about how she the struggle she had building that business and why she chose Cadillacs as the like car instead of this other car, which was because they were like mean to her. And so she was like, okay, right? And so it's like, I spent probably a couple of years listening to that kind of stuff. And then by the time I was 23, I started buying real estate. And so then I wasn't listening to Mary Kay Ash anymore, right? But I was still putting someone in my ear. At that time, I was listening to Robert Kiyosaki. And he has an excellent book. If you have not read it, um, oh my gosh, I just blanked on what the name of it is. Rich Dad, Poor Dad. Oh, there it is. Just pours off my tongue. Robert Kiyosaki's book, Rich Dad, Poor Dad. And it's not a, it's not like a tangible do this, do that kind of book. It's very much like how to think and it's all through a story. But I was listening to him and I was listening to him talk about money and he was teaching me how to think about money before I ever got to a place in my life where I was ready to start a coaching business, right? Or a business online. So when someone even looks at me and they're like, oh, you spent two years not having a profitable business. And then now you've had, you know, four years of having a multiple six figure coaching business. I want you to remember. And the reason I'm telling you this stuff is because all of those things that went into it. And so when someone comes to me and they're like, it's taking me longer to build a business than I think it should, but they don't have any mental experience, like letting other people come in and shifting how their brain thinks and like shaping their mind. And right, like when I think about Robert Kiyosaki's book, Rich Dad, Poor Dad, when I mean, I just reread it again, like, I don't know, six months ago. And I remember thinking, oh my gosh, like, even my today brain is still like, like, I feel it bending around concepts in ways that I've never, never experienced. But that is something you teach your mind how to do. Because the alternative is that you just hang out in your head, wandering around thinking things and thinking they're all true and never letting someone else who has something you want influence your brain, right? Like I was letting entrepreneurs influence my brain. I was letting their thoughts about money and business and investing. And I was choosing to fill my mind with that. But if you're new to that, new even being a couple of years sometimes or a year or less, like, it's okay that this this takes time. And that's not to say it takes time. But if that's your reality, just like Byron Katie says, right? How to, you lose, a, a, like, oh man, I forgot the quote. <laughs> but it's basically like, if you argue with reality, you lose, but only 100% of the time. So whatever your reality of building your business is, that, that's just what it is, right? Like, you don't need to argue with it. If it's already taken you a year and you're like, I've made $20,000 in my business in a year and you're frustrated with that, you're only frustrated with it because you're thinking that it should have gone faster rather than seeing like, oh my gosh, I've made $20,000 in a year and I was never supposed to go faster than this. It wasn't supposed to be easier. I wasn't supposed to know how to like make these decisions faster or easier. Like my experience of it was exactly what it was supposed to be. Because when you believe that and when you accept your reality, what you create, it's actually a feeling of self-acceptance. And when you are accepting yourself, your body calms down, right? Your, your neurological system 
but really like very tangibly what you feel is your body calms down suddenly it feels easier to be in this moment right when you're just accepting like yeah this is how long it took me this is where i'm at Twenty thousand. there we are baby when you walk outside in the morning and you hear the birds chirping and you're like yep this is my reality it's no longer you're not thinking about your business from a frantic urgent place anymore you're like the birds nice <laughs> right you feel this calmness and this sense of like today's mine today i get to use to create my future today's a new day and it comes from a that acceptance creates a calm that allows you then to powerfully show up to your day so i have i I can't even keep track of it 10 15 years of building my mind but i want to now hone in specifically to these two years that i wasn't profitable so it was two years that my business created six thousand dollars total right so 20 um 16 and 2017, both of those years, my business created $6,000 each year. Now, my thoughts about those years, this is something I built the skill of. I built the skill of looking back at those years and really valuing them. Now, here's why this is important. Because as you're building your coaching business, even, I mean, even if you just think about it today, right? Like we're at the beginning of March, How you think about your February, how you think about your January, how you think about last year, this is the skill set of how you think about the past. You build that. It's not supposed to happen on its own, right? There's your, your brain and what it just gives you. And then there's how you choose to think about it that you also believe. So one of the skills that I had to build was how do I think about that time? And what I think about that time is, is like, I needed both of those years. Every single thing I did, I needed that. And I mean, there was some stuff I wouldn't repeat. Like, I worked a lot. I was really obsessive about my business. I think, I mean, no, I know for a fact, I woke up at 5am for years, because I thought that that's what it took. I thought I had to wake up at 5am. And I I wanted to. I mean, that was the other thing is, um, my seven-year-old was a baby. And so I remember the day I went into labor with her, I was sitting at our table in the dining room and I was working on something and I just remember thinking, okay, yeah, here we go. (laughs) And I, it's like every bit of things that I did, even that obsessiveness of working from 5am until like, and when I say obsessive, I mean, I didn't shut my brain off to my business. So it's like, I woke up at 5am I worked on stuff. Even when I was with my kid during the day, I was kind of like still thinking about other stuff and like distracted and, excuse me. And then I would scroll on Facebook at night and it's like, I didn't shut my brain off from my business ever. And I needed that experience to learn, oh yeah, I want to shut my brain off from my business sometimes, right? But here are some of the things I did that built skill. So when some of you look at another coach and you're like, oh my gosh, they seem to know how to do things. Hmm. I, like, like, consider why, right? So it's like I had two years and here's what I did. I had a weekly show where I, it was a video, it was like a, I think it was a video show. It was called Blab back then. <laughs> B-L-A-B. Doesn't exist anymore, I don't think. But I had a weekly show and I would create content every week 
and I had that show <laughs> and then I would promote it, right? I learned how to collaborate with other experts and like bring them into my audience. So it like it built my audience and it built their audience, but I was I was learning the skill of like, oh, how do we trade value for each other's audiences? How do we how do I build those relationships? How do I create something that they want too? What does it look like to create something with someone else? I um I, I, there was somebody along the line who told me to ha- give away a hundred free calls with someone. And I remember they said something like, if you do a hundred free calls, you're going to know exactly who you serve and what your offer looks like. And so I was like, okay, I'm so confused about what I serve and what I offer. I'll do that. And I talked to a hundred people and at the end of it, I was still completely confused, <laughs> but I did it, right? I got on the phone with a hundred people. I heard their what they wanted. I I practiced helping them and experience what they wanted. And like, I practiced showing up to a commitment of like, they told me to do it and I'm going to do it. I don't know what I'm going to find, but I'm willing to do it. I practiced the skill set of showing up in groups, right? Finding the people I wanted to help, finding the spaces I liked. Because right, like when you show up in Facebook groups, it's not just, are they there? It's like, do I like the space? So all of those pieces, and adding value and learning what was valuable and what wasn't valuable. And, and sometimes it's through trial and error, right? Sometimes you do things and you're like, ooh, that did not go well. And other times you're like, ooh, look at that. That really went well. <laughs> but I learned through doing it. I learned how to create freebies, right? So it's like I practiced writing catchy titles. I created an entire formula for how to create catchy titles. I created like just all of these things. Oh my gosh. So like I created freebies and I created, um, the tech, like I learned all the tech of setting up a funnel and I practiced creating landing pages and I played with the conversion rates of landing pages. And I played with like, Oh, this one creates this many. And this one creates this many. And I learned to pay attention to the statistics of them and like playing with all those pieces right? I learned how to do my email system. I learned how to play with different email systems so that I knew, right, right now I use active campaign and I know why I love it. When someone tells me that they use, I don't know, this other one with a monkey. I'm like, ugh, I hated that, right? When they tell me they use ConvertKit, I'm like, ugh, I hated that. (laughs) But because I spent years trying all of these things, I already know, right? I know what I like and what I don't like. I... I remember having a mentor who said, um, build a Facebook group. That's how you're going to build your business. You're going to be an expert. You're going to have a Facebook group. And so I built a Facebook group. And I remember everything I learned from that. There was this really interesting thing that happened where it's like, after I got over about 700 people in the group, I realized like, oh, like it takes a lot more work to manage and engage a group when they're smaller, right? Like it, it requires a lot more on my end. But after like the 700 mark, it was like, oh, this group really does a lot on its own. And now my role here has changed. And I learned all of that from doing it, right? I learned how to keep a group engaged through failure, but also through, right? Like figuring it out. I learned how to find mentors. I learned a lot of what didn't work too, right? Like I had a lot of mentors and I had a fear of spending money. And so while I spent money, I usually just bought really inexpensive things. And and I never had anybody that looked at my entire business. I was just hiring them to do little pieces and parts that I thought were the problem, right? 
And when I think about like all of that stuff, right, I learned how to write posts that got people's attention. I learned how to show up and just keep doing it even though I wasn't getting the results I wanted. I learned how to continue, right? Like if I, if I had to think back to like, that was the biggest habit, continuing to, to like try, just committed to like, I'm not going to stop until I figure this out. Like I know it's possible. And I, I like, if they can do it, I can do it too. I want it. And I think about one of the things I really learned in that was like just serving other people, which that was never a problem for me. I was like a big fan of like, but it was kind of like at the sacrifice of myself. I was like, no, no, I will give everything. Don't give me like, don't bother giving me anything. Like I'm willing to do it all for free. But what I realized later was it was because I was afraid that I couldn't offer, right? Like that what I offered wasn't going to actually be valuable for the money. And I was always willing to make sure that I took the loss instead of someone else. And what's great about that, right? Is that's my own self-integrity, which is like, I wasn't going to do something But that also created a sense of fear in me, which was like, well, I don't know if it's worth it. I don't know if they value it. I don't know if I can deliver. But when it came time to making money and building a business, those tender areas were the things I had to to build on. Those tender areas were where I had to build my own belief. Like I have an offer and I can deliver it. I have an offer and I can deliver on this. And I had to build my belief in that. One of the other really great things about those two years is that I learned about what mindset was. And for those of you who maybe you don't even know what mindset is, or maybe you assume everybody knows what mindset is, there was a time where I had a coach and they were like, I can't help you. (laughs) Um, Actually, you know what? I did hire her to look at my whole business and her takeaway was she couldn't help me. And I was like, what? Why? I think she ended our coaching package early too. And she said, you really need a mindset coach. And here's the thing. I had no idea what mindset was. (laughs) When I thought about mindset, I thought of something that was like airy fairy, like oxygen. I was like, what are you talking about? What do you mean I mean mindset? I don't even know what that is. And I learned my second year of my $6,000 business, right? So 2017, when I made $6,000, I spent eight of those months working with one of my coaches and learning about how to use my mind, learning about mindset, just learning the basics of it. And it's like those, that foundation was what I took into 2018 and what I took into, right? So it's like if we we pile all this stuff up, What I took into my first $100,000 year, right? 2018, I made $120,000 in my coaching business. But what I took into it was a skill set of knowing I want to do this. The, The experience of surrounding myself with business owners and people who are doing it. Even uh, like the experience of doing, being in a bunch of free spaces and like, eh, that's not all it's cracked up to be. Like, I want to be in a paid space. Like, I see the difference between paid spaces and free spaces. Like, everything about those two years, I had to bring into my next, right, 2018. I brought all of that with me. And so I want to close out this podcast today saying and encouraging you and reminding you that no matter 
how, I mean, let's just say 2020. I don't know how long you've been in business, but if you've been in business for a month, if you've been in business for a year, if you've been in business for two years or more, it doesn't matter what has happened in the past. Every bit of that, there is something there for you to hold on to and see like, oh yeah, I needed that time to learn that. I needed that time to, to, to grow and develop myself in that area. And what I want to encourage you to know is, is that no matter how long the past took, the future is not a reflection of your past. Because if I would have believed that, right, I had a $6,000 year in 2016, $6,000 year in 2017, if I would have believed that my future was a reflection of my past, I would have gone into 2018 thinking I only made $6,000 last year and the year before, I probably shouldn't expect more this too much more this year. And maybe I would have set a goal from that kind of belief of 10,000 or 20,000 or 50,000 if I was being crazy, right? But I believed that my future was not a reflection of my past. I never believed that it took time. I was always just learning how in that moment, right? How to accept myself, right? That that was one of the huge things. was like, could I accept every bit of that and be in this moment, in this space and show up to my future and create it apart from all of the drama and the judgment and the shame and the disappointment and the like habit of how I talk to myself? Could I be in this moment and decide how I talk to myself in a new way? And that is what you're learning. So it's like your future, there is no time frame it's for sure going to take, but whatever time it takes is okay too. And the belief I want to encourage you to hold on to is that you do figure it out. You learn how to build this coaching business. You thrive at this coaching business. Oh my gosh, you are so good. People look at you and they feel bad about themselves. (laughs) I know that's terrible, but like seriously, you don't want that, but like they do. You're that cool. You're that expert, right? Like when they look at you and your expertise, they're like, man, she's good. This is probably really easy for her. Someday you are that person. You are that person whose business has so much profit that you're like, ooh, (laughs) right? That that, That is you. You are learning how to become that coach. You are learning how to build that business. But that is in your future. And anything that has happened in the past is there to serve you. And how you think about the past is a choice. And that choice will determine how much easier it is to show up to this moment and to show up and create your future day by day. Okay. I look forward to hearing about your business and how you're building it. Because you do. Talk to you next week. Hey, who's your business coach? If you don't have one, I'd be honored to help you grow your coaching business. I have a daily practice that'll help you feel powerful, focused, and comforted in the discomfort of growing your business. This mental routine will help you create any goal you're working on. Sign up for this free training at elizabethsalazarcoaching.com. Just like this podcast, it's free. I'll see you over in your inbox.